Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's, episode 44. I am your host, D's. And finally, once again, joined by Jake. Hello. It's been what, like two months? And you, yeah, I had the it, the COVID, and yeah, you battled the uh, the plague of the fucking century. <laughs> I I was lucky. Your, I was your near death experience. My wife, not so much. Yeah, but he, she wasn't even that bad though, was she? No, a high fever, body aches, stuff like that. But I mean, she was down for about four or five days, and. With two rugrats running around, that was that was fun. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Dad, can we go anywhere? Mm, no, we got to stay home for 14 days. Yeah. <laughs> at least you don't have to go to work. <clears throat> That's true. And you worked at home, though, right? No. Because I tested positive, I got paid. Oh, so. fuck yeah. <laughs> Can't say I blame you there. Nope. So, uh, yeah, we're going to... Uh, we're going to cover a few things today. We're going to go back and talk about the AFC and NFC championship games. We got a little bit of coaching news. And then uh, the main reason I brought him here, we're going to talk some baseball because it's almost getting to be that time. Uh, but before we get into all that, we just just literally minutes ago got a breaking story. And that is that Hall of Fame college basketball coach John Chaney of Temple fame uh, has passed away at the age of 89, and uh, he's looked dead for years. I mean, he's just he's got one of those faces that. Yeah, is it me or does he look a lot like Bill Cosby? He does. And guess where Bill Cosby went to school? Temple. Yeah. Temple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a big part of the show, even. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was he was an icon. Granted, Temple. Never, I don't. I'm pretty sure they didn't ever win. They never won a title under him, but I I think that Seven, they seventeen NCAA tournament appearances though. That's yeah, that's, they made some noise. I mean, it, especially from a, a school that nobody really. I mean, you you know who Temple is, but they're not in a a big conference, right? They, yeah, the they ten. They uh, he was a big proponent of the zone defense and did some things with it that uh, had really never been done before. And and they were always if they were in the tournament, they had a chance to to knock somebody off. They were just one of those teams that, you know, if they got there, Cheney was a good enough coach that that he could they could knock off some some big guns. So. Yeah, because people overlook I mean, when I do my brackets, you know, I, most of the time depending on what teams playing in Ivy League school, I like picking the Ivy League school at the upset cuz they're at 12 or 13 every time and those are the big upsets right yeah. there. Yeah. Well, they were in Ivy League. No, I know. I'm yeah. saying what that, was that teams Temple? like that. I think they were A10. Yeah, that, that is right, A10. Atlantic 10. 
And then uh, the other, what was, I was just going to, oh, uh, yeah, I got to touch on this because, A, I think it's funny and, and sad at the same time. Uh, not sports related, but I'm sure by now everybody's heard of what is going on in the stock market. And it's it just goes to show how crooked some of those people are. And it, if you're unfamiliar, basically what it boils down to is GameStop is a company that is, let's be honest, they're probably on their way out. Yeah. With just technology and being able to download your games and things of that nature. They're, they're no, nothing like they were in 10 years ago. No. Um, and, and then COVID hit and it made it even worse. And AMC, the movie theater chain is another one that's involved on a much lesser scale, but uh, game stock game stop stock was hovering around the $5 range less than a year ago on its way out. Well, some of the big hedge funds in Wall Street decided that they were going to make some money on this because they felt that it was going to continue to tank. So they did what's called a short sell order, which is they borrow a bunch of the stock from a particular company, in this case, GameStop. Stop. I'm going to do that every time. <laughs> uh, they borrow a bunch of stock and then they sell it for whatever the current price is, in which case it was probably in the 5 to $10 range, depending on when the, when it happened, with the assumption and hopes that the price is going to continue to plummet. They can then sell those stocks, or, or I'm sorry, they, they, they sell them at the, let's just say it's $10. They're selling them at $10, but they're borrowed. They don't own them to sell. And they hope that the price goes down because then they will buy those stocks at the lower price. So let's say they sold it at 10 and then they buy them back at five and then give them back to the broker that they quote unquote borrowed them from. Then they, they make a full $5 per share profit on that. And, and for nothing, they literally, they, it's like getting a loan and not paying it back and, and making money off of it. Or give the bank, giving you the money. Yeah. Twofold. Yeah. And it's, you know, and, and there is risk involved, especially when some people on an internet chat board, i.e. Reddit, because here's the thing, those companies that do this short selling, a lot of times you'll get reports yeah. on who's doing it. And that's what happened. And I, I'm not sure why they waited until now or, or whatever the case may be. They decided, hey how about we just kind of fuck with these guys and a few of the big hitters with money decided to just start buying GameStop stock drove drove the price up a little bit well then it caught fire and everybody on this reddit board called Wall Street Bets and there at the time when this was all going on there was like 2.9 million people that were on this reddit board yep so that's a lot of people that are playing the stock market. And they all started jumping on. And then the news broke. And it, within a couple of days, their uh, members doubled right. on the Reddit. And they all jumped in. So basically what happened, in a matter of like a week and a half, they took GameStop from like 10 to 12 bucks all the way. At, I peaked the other night at $482. Meaning... That the companies that were short selling have to buy that stock to replace it yep. at a 
2,000% increase of what they sold it for. In other words, they're losing their ass. And the one company, Melvin, I believe it's called Melvin Capital or something, Melvin something, lost over $70 billion to the point where they had to get bailed out by a couple of the big hedge funds. And more and more people are piling on. AMC came up, but not nearly to the degree of, of GameStop. And it got so bad that the the app that most of these people were using and highly, highly touting was called Robinhood because they supposedly helped the little guy make money off the stock market. Well, well I mean, if you think about it, rob from the, the rich and give to the poor. Yeah. That's exactly what these guys are doing. <laughs> Basically, yeah, that's exactly. But then Robinhood stabbed everybody in the back and stopped the ability to buy those stocks. You could only sell them. And by doing so, you tanked the they tanked the market. So they they would you could only sell those stocks, but nobody on that platform could buy the stocks. So if you're trying to sell them, who's going to buy them? Nobody. So the price plummets, and that's exactly what happened to the point where the SEC and even some Congress people are getting involved. And anytime you have AOC and Ted Cruz agreeing on something, there's there's an issue. Yeah. And I, I doubt anything's going to come out of it for the simple fact that look what happened back in 2008 when the market crashed. Not a single person in Wall Street went to jail no. for any, I mean, anything significant. And they ruined many people's lives. And a lot of the big companies got bailed out. Yeah. And there are, you know, there are some of the people that are in those groups that, that got in, made their money and got out. But the heavy hitters aren't going anywhere. They're no. They're still pushing buy, buy, buy. They want to completely just ruin some of these hedge funds. And I love it. I mean, what's wrong with the little guy actually doing something for a change instead of letting all these multi-billionaires just continue to make money off of other people's misfortune? I think these guys know who Jordan Belfort is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, in fact, if you, go on the, if you go on the forum, half of it is m- memes from, oh, from Wolf of okay. Wall Street, yeah, like just it's it's hilarious. And, and speaking of which, uh, Comedy Central started showing that movie just Uncut? these last couple of weeks. Oh, Hell no, no. Uh, which is why I said it's it's not even worth watching. No, it's not. Un, that movie Uncut is is almost like it's, watching. It, it's damn near a silent movie. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's like watching Major League Uncut. It's awful. Yeah, it's, and it's not worth. Honestly, it. I think it's worse. Well, and it's longer because you got to add in the stupid yeah. commercials. I mean. Just uh, Jonah Hill says the F word like 102 times or 102 or 92 yeah. or something like that. I, I don't know if you watched. Did you watch that series? That, yeah, I've seen the first like. Three yeah, the history of swear words. The fuck which, was the first one. So. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but just all the strippers and cocaine and everything. You just see on Comedy Central because there's so much of it. You just see big black squares on the yeah. screen. Well, like, and the first the opening scene of that in the movie is. Mm-hmm. Is Leo in, in yeah, the room snort, with the snorting coke out of a hooker's <laughs> ass? So yeah, it, it's a uh, it's not worth watching on Comedy Central. And I mean, if you're gonna watch it, I think it's on go Netflix. All in. It's on Netflix, so you can watch it there. Yeah, it is a great movie, just not the censored version. But... And if you have children, get them out of the room because it's not good for them. Either. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so yeah, this is currently still going on. Like AMC. Uh, it's 
better than it was at the end of the day yesterday, but it, it nowhere near uh, got the steam that it got two days ago. And as far as GameStop, it opened due to pre pre market sales at almost four hundred, and it dropped a little bit and kind of made a comeback. But now it's still sitting at three hundred twenty one dollars. So. Like if you were one of the the lucky ones that got in when it was in that ten to twenty dollar range, you're still happy as shit right now. Oh yeah. Um, the the game is gonna be because eventually this is gonna end. Somebody is going to give one way or another. Right. And and we all know that GameStop is not a Fortune five hundred company. <laughs> not anymore. E- even though their stock says they are. That's why I love that meme about with Big Bird. Like yeah. sitting there with all the businessmen, it's like GameStop is a Fortune 500 company, and you got all these like big <laughs> uh, companies sitting there, and there's I Big Bird. I saw one today uh, about GameStop that now that their stock is so high, they can afford to pay you 25 20, cents for yeah. your used games. Yeah, <laughs> fucking crooks. Sto- store credit. I have this brand new unopened copy of uh, 2K21. How much can I get for it? We'll give you three dollars in store credit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just paid seventy bucks for this. Yeah, no, they're 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 crooks as far as that goes. But and I again, I haven't bought a hard copy of a game. I bet it's been at least ten years. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say that the gaming industry, right around. Well, when Netflix came out, it started to take a hit, probably. Oh, for sure, and that and, and um, what, what is the GameFly? Is that GameFly the... was was a big one too? Uh, it was strictly games. Yeah. But once I mean, once you could start just downloading them, that's when it really. I mean. Oh yeah. Granted, you would have to if you were smart. You got a portable hard drive and just pushed all your games onto that. Although, yeah, that's a whole nother battle right now with the new consoles you can't do that which sucks but <laughs> but still uh i haven't like i said i haven't bought a hard copy of a game and i i'll probably almost a decade because i'll just download it and usually i can if it's a game that i play all the time it'll stay there but like if it's a game like a like an assassin's creed mm-hmm. or something i'll download it play it through and then when the next game comes along i'll just delete it I still own it. I can go download it whenever I want. Right. If I wanted to, to replay it or whatever. Space, but whatever. yeah, you just to, Most to save that space. Most of those games are like that. I, I never actually, I mean, I when I play video games, it's Call of Duty or sports games because. And that's pretty much me. I'm Right yeah, now I'm I, on. I don't like the, I mean, I'll do the campaign on Call of Duty, but games that where you just go through, like my buddy's a big Gears of War fan. Loved Gears of War. And, but I also played the shit out of it online. Yeah. See, and then. I just just to do the campaign and then get rid of it. I I couldn't bring myself to buying anything like yeah. that. No, and I I loved the campaigns in the Gears, but I had I mean just countless hours and hours of playing Gears online. The original one, mm-hmm. uh, me and the the clan that I was a part of, we were actually MLB or MLG Major League Gaming. Mm-hmm. We were we were sponsored by oh, the MLG. And very nice. Yeah, we were we were fucking good. Um, and then the Gears, it's still been a really good game but they've never captured that lightning that they had that's the reason i switched Mm. was gears of war was the reason i went from playstation 2 to to xbox 360 
because I was house-sitting for a guy, and he had just got the 361. It was fairly new. And he's like, you got to try this game out. And I started playing it, and that chainsaw Lancer, it just <laughs> it got me hooked. So I bought a 360, I bought Gears of War, and I bought Madden. And I played a little bit of Madden, but as Dylan and I have talked on here numerous times, that was when Madden literally shit the bed and fell off the cliff. So it was, oh, I'd come home from work and I'd play Gears until yeah. I went to bed. One of the thing with 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 Madden or playing any sports game online, for that matter, if if your internet is sketchy at all, yeah, it, you, you glitch out of everything and yep. it goes against your record and your. Even that, and people learn how to hack it, and you can, yep. you know. You Which is a big it. problem with Call of Duty right now is, well, with Call of Duty, like Warzone and stuff, it's cross-platform, mm-hmm. PC, oh, okay. and PlayStation players. Gotcha. And the PC, obviously, is the worst, because they're the ones that are putting all these hacks in, yeah. and being invisible, and shooting through walls, seeing through walls. It, it kind of sucks. Yeah. That's but as far as the shitty internet goes... Like, one of my best friends lives outside of Pekin in a little town called, oh, no, I can't even think of it. It starts with a D. It's right outside of Tremont. There's, like, 13 fucking houses. In Dillon. The, Dillon. He lives in Dillon, and they have very shitty internet. So at least once a day when we're playing Gears of War, you know, we'll be running across the field, and we'll have to turn. Well, I'll turn, and he won't because he's <laughs> lagging so bad, and next thing you know, he's just, he's gone. So Yeah. Yeah, that's I. I didn't like. I mean, especially with with Madden, you go to make a play on a ball or something, and it goes right through you. Like, yeah. Well, no, that's not. NBA, right. NBA is really bad with lag too because shooting is all timing. Mm-hmm. So if you've got bad latency, yeah, forget I, it. You're you're chucking bricks, man. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that the uh, the little guy wins this one. Right now, like I said, they're not winning by quite the margin that they were, but when you got GameStop still hovering over 300 bucks, uh, they're doing something right. But as one of the guys who jumped on the bandwagon a little bit late and bought a little bit of AMC, hey, pump that one up for me, boys. <laughs> pump it up. I just uh, get it to 100 and I'll be happy because then I'll triple my money and I'll just I'll get the fuck out and then you guys can do whatever you want. Right. I just want a little bit. And now uh, I don't know how it's pronounced. Dog, it's either dog, doggy coin or Doge coin, something like that. It's it's a cryptocurrency. Okay. And right now, it's only. I mean, it's worth fractions of a cent. Well, actually, I think it's in the pennies now. It was like two weeks ago, worth fractions of a cent. But because some big big names like uh, Elon Musk and everything started talking about it, it skyrocketed, and. Right now, it's worth one one coin is worth almost five cents. Now it looks <laughs> within the last year, it started at a penny, or no, less than a penny. Yeah, the fraction. Yeah, it, it's literally now it's up to almost eight cents. If you, or the high was here, here's the five day gain on it right here. You can see down here, it was literally worth not even a full penny, and because it's caught on. Kind of in in with this whole Wall Street bets group, it, it's kind of riding their coattails. It, it jumped way up over here to almost eight cents, and now it's it's hovering around that five cent mark. But it started as a joke, a, a meme of the uh, the dog. Oh, okay. Uh, I could show you here real quick what what. Sorry, I type in. 
Yeah. See, oh, that, okay, that yeah. meme right there, they started it as a joke, and now it's actually a real currency. Wow. And it might be worth getting into because, I mean, the, cryptocurrency is the future. Yes. It's just still kind of out there. Bitcoin right now, it's going up as well. It's it's over like 30 Last time I looked, it was like $37,000 for a Bitcoin, Okay, which it's been going for quite a while. Right, yeah. I actually had Bitcoin from like seven or eight years ago that I literally had like three cents worth of Bitcoin, and now I'm up to almost $9. Oh, nice. So I'm just nice, but I'm mad because oh, if I would have more, if I'd have thrown a hundred bucks in there, right? You know, five six years ago when it was down like six thousand, seven thousand dollars, <laughs> that's a fucking year's salary right there. I could just fucking spend a year abroad. Yep. Shit. Um, but no, yeah, not, not that's now. well true. <laughs> um, but yeah, this whole Dodge Coin, do- do- Doggy Coin, whatever the hell they call it, um, might be one to to keep an eye on because. The, this when the internet age that that could be your retirement right there five you buy in right now at five cents and they're speculating that by the end of the year it's going to be worth a dollar so so just take a hundred bucks and think of what your gains would be if you buy cents. in at fucking five cents yeah you know <laughs> at the very least it would be a very nice vacation you know what I'm saying share not even. That's a full. That's the the worth of a coin. Right. No, I'm saying if you bought, if it if it go, if it goes to a dollar. Oh yeah, per yeah yeah, yes. yeah you could make like I said shitload of money yeah, if it continues to go up. Fuck. Even if it only gets let's say it only gets to fifty cents, 50 cents you're that's still, still gonna be a pretty good profit. Right. So, all right. Well, that's about the extent of my financial knowledge. So, I'll uh. There's a lot more. There's a lot smarter people out there than I. And I. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I'm just literally reading what I see on the internet and going from there. This whole stock thing has gained so much traction that it did something that I never thought I would see. John Stewart joined Twitter oh. just to comment <laughs> on what's going on with with the stock market bullshit. I wonder. Uh, I wonder what he thinks of the Daily Show. I don't. He now was on it left. this this past year, but he's not. He's only been on. I think he's on it like once a year. Mm. But I, I can't imagine he he likes it because it's just like I've said. It's not entertaining. Right. Well, I mean, I know you've touched on this before. What the hell are you talking about now? I don't know because I don't watch it. But I, maybe here in the next couple of weeks, I'll spend a couple of nights and watch it because literally with, that was all it was. Was the same thing with. Uh, TBS with with uh, the Samantha B yeah, show. I yeah. can't stand that bitch. Sam B. Yep. She's yeah, that's all they so do. Annoying. Was I mean, hell, that's the way most of those shows have been for the last four years. Was yeah. here's our rant on Trump, <laughs> whether it was a daily show or a weekly show. That's all they did, and now they've got nothing to talk about. These people are going to go back into the woodworking. Yep. So, all right. So we'll a uh, little week in review. When last we left, we were uh, just going into the championship games. We'll start it off with the NFC. Tampa Bay going to the Super Bowl. I'm sure 
everybody knows that by now over Green Bay. Um, bit of a surprise. I, I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to pull it out at home. Did you know that he is one in now one in four in, in championship, championship games? games? Yeah, and his at the start of the game, his touchdown to interception ratio was negative. He had six touchdowns to seven interceptions. Wow! And unfortunately, the win that he has in the championship game was against the Bears. Was against the Bears. Yeah, and you know he played well enough to win the game. The way Tom Brady played in that second half, he did shouldn't uh, Tampa have Bay won shouldn't the game. Have won. No, absolutely not. They just couldn't move the ball. They had three picks, but they it, were all in you know their own territory when Tampa got their interception at midfield, you know, and yeah. and the fumble they returned to the plus 20. They yeah. they were I I got two there. two goats of of that game and when I say goats I don't mean greatest of all time. I mean the scapegoats or whatever. Aaron Jones, <laughs> he lost a lot of money. That fumble was was just critical. Wait, he fumbled twice though. Yeah, they got one back. And then he and then his second fumble they lost and he just was hurt. All of a sudden. Yeah. And the other one is Kevin King, the defensive oh, back, a, number 20. Did, he, he was got questionable going roasted. into the game. Yeah. He was questionable. I don't know why he was questionable, but he was questionable at game time decision. They should have kept him on the bench. Yeah, he got roasted. Because Scotty Miller got the, behind him with six seconds How do you clock. let that happen? I don't know. That's how the Packers beat the Bears in that they game, They have one, too. I think, what? no, they didn't even have a timeout. No, they didn't. They, so literally, all you have to do is keep everything in front I, of I, you. I kept saying, I was watching the game at Buddy's house, and they were like on the forty, so it had been like a fifty-seven yard field goal. Yeah, I said all they can do right now is a ten yard out, and they snap the ball, and the guys are like, "Nah, there's no way they can get a ten yard out." What they snap the ball, and I'm like, "No, nah, that's wasting way too much time here." And then all of a sudden, throws the deep bomb, and he is wide open. Yeah. And nobody around the him for snap, 10 yards. I mean, when Scotty took off, it was pretty clear that he was he was going. Yeah. And Kevin King kind of backpedaled, and the whole time he's looking in the, the backfield to see what Tom's going to do. And then by the time he realized that uh, he's running a fucking fly route, you can't, well, you're he's done. Fast. Yeah, he's very so, fast. So yeah. fast, in fact, that he thinks... As yeah, we talked about, he thinks he can Tyree beat Tyree Kill. Kill. Hey, I, I'd like to see it. I mean, I'll, if he's like that confident, it, but, uh, then I think it's going to be a I, close watched, race. Uh, it could be close, but I, I mean, I watched Tyree Kill, and it, this is full padded. I'm, I want to see it full padded because no pads, people can seem fast. Yeah. But Tyree Kill makes people look like they're standing still when he's running in pads. Yeah. No, that's the. I I agree with you. I think Tyreek Hill would win, but Scotty Miller's pretty fucking fast. And I don't like the fact that Mike Evans cost me money on Sunday. I had the same game parlay going, and the only leg that didn't hit was his over at 65 yards. He had 42 on the first drive. Did he? He got nine more for the rest of the game. Wow. But, yeah. That, and he dropped. And Kevin King got burned later in the game also. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Godwin. Um, no, but, it was the first touchdown against Mike Evans. 
No, but even later. Oh, did or maybe it wasn't for a touchdown, but it was like a critical. Oh, it was it was the pass interference at the end of the game. It was on him. Yeah, he grabbed the the guy. The ball yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he wasn't. You're gonna, absolutely right. He wasn't going to catch it. And look, I saw everything on the internet. Should the one been have been called on? Was it Devonte or Valdez Scanlon? They didn't call it on a Packers play. Maybe it was even Lazard, well, Lazard, I, or whatever. I enjoyed one of those guys, but I enjoyed but the it fact wasn't, that the refs let the game go. Yeah, but that play, that's pass interference. I would have The jersey cons- was stretched yeah, his undershirt. And if you look at it slow motion when they showed it, he held on to his right hand and then switched to his left hand. Yeah, to, to keep <laughs> the jersey. Yeah, so it, it should have been called. I, I don't know about pass interference, Either way, uh, well, the ball was in the air, but holding is still a first down. They still win the game. Yeah, that was a, that was a bonehead. But mistake. again, the ball was in the air, and he impeded him getting to the ball. Yeah. So uh, look, I nobody they, fucking hates Tom Brady more than me. That I was promise very, you that. Very. I wanted Green Bay to win, even though I don't want didn't want either one of these teams to win the Super Bowl. I was pulling for Green Bay, but all I know is. Hatred aside, if that's happening to the Steelers and it doesn't get called, I want to kill somebody. Oh yeah. So it it was and blatant. vice versa. Should have been I called. can see the other side as well. Yeah, yeah. The the one on Green Bay probably should have been called too. If you're gonna let them play, let them play. But and do uh, the bottom un- line is the uncatchable ball part of that rule. Did they I don't just think, get rid of it. But see, I don't think it was uncatchable. If he doesn't. If Yank on his jersey. That much I think he's. I think it's going to be a lot less uncatchable than it looked the Could way it was. Because it, and it also looked he flopped a bit at the end. Probably, but again, it, it was still a warranted call. I mean, oh, I, yes. I don't care what anybody and, says. And had it not been called, and Green Bay wins the game, there's another. Then the other side Absolutely. is going to fucking go off saying, "Oh, the, you know." The entire game, I was extremely conflicted. I never thought in my life that I would be rooting for Tom Brady. But as a Bear fan, I can't have the Packers win. And so when the game was over, I didn't want the Packers to win, but I fucking hate Tom Brady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I should have felt good that the Packers lost, but I was like one of those – it was like kissing your sister. I, yeah, it, it, it definitely leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Um, and then – so then we get down to – uh, they're not out of the game, despite doing everything in their power to give the game away. They get down to the eight-yard line, three plays, nets zero yards. So it's fourth and eight, just over two minutes to go. I think it was around two two oh five. Was it two oh five? And Lafleur elects to kick. Now, before we get into that decision, I have a bone to pick with Aaron Rodgers. Run the ball. Yes. On two of those plays, he scrambles out to the right. The second down play, I I see him getting caught. But that third down play, he scores. At the very least, he gets to the two. Yeah. Uh, On both second and third down, he rolls to the right, and he had a lane. On second down, uh, why can't I think of his name? The... Was it? 93, he played for Detroit. Sue. Yes, and Dominican Sue yeah. had him kind of sideways, yeah. right? So I understand Aaron wanting to get the ball away there. He forced it way too much in that game mm-hmm. to 
to Devontae Adams. Yeah, the, the, the pass to, to Devontae was definitely forced. But that third down play, there was absolutely nobody around him. No. he. Yeah. I'm not 100% that he could have scored. Oh, he pulled Brett Favre, dive in at the end zone, baby. No, I, the, the, the chance was there without a question. But worst case scenario, if he tucks it and runs, he gets inside the two-yard line. Yes. And, and then you've got, you know, options. You you might be able to run and the ball. And with his but... hard count, draw him off sides, yeah. get a first down. So, so there's that. So that Extra brings us to, to fourth and eight, and they elect to kick the ball. And look, I, I get your your logic in the fact that, well, we didn't get any yards in three plays, so we might as well kick it and rely on our defense. Why? Your defense, your, your hadn't, defense them all day. hadn't done. Yeah, th- yes, they had three picks, but after they had driven two-thirds to, to three-quarters of the field what before was, you got those What was picks. their third-down conversion rate? Because it had to have been astronomically high. Uh, that would I don't know be... if team stats, maybe? Oh, I think it would be. No, yeah, probably going to be a hair. Um, there we go. Third-down efficiency. Yeah, the Bucks were 9 of 14. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Which Green Bay was 8 of 14. That's not terrible either. Uh, but yeah, like you have you have Aaron Rodgers, you got good receivers. You have to go because look, if if you don't get it, they're worst, on the eight. Yeah, worst case scenario, you throw an incomplete pass. They're on the eight yard line. There is still you got the two minute warning, so there's a timeout, and you had all three of your other timeouts. So there's basically four timeouts, and they're on the eight yard line. That gives you a hell of a lot better shot than kicking a field goal, kicking off, and there you're now you're under the two minute warning. Sure, you still have three timeouts, but they're going to get the ball at probably the twenty five, maybe worse. Yeah, but you not know, the eight. Yeah, it's to to me, it's a no brainer. You got Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback. Eight yards is all you need. <laughs> you got to go for that. Have Have you seen the Dukes of Hazard movie with Sean William Scott? Oh yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. No balls. Yeah. No balls. <laughs> Have I played softball? Did you not? I yeah. said no, Bo, Bo no. no. No, yeah. I just, I couldn't fathom. You have, I'm going to throw up in my mouth a little bit here. You have one of the best quarterbacks of all time. He's up there, yeah. In your backfield. Yep. You got one you of the best receivers in the NFL current. Chickened out. Yeah. And your running back at the time, A.J. Dillon, is a beast. But he's bar- he barely touched the ball. I, yeah, but did you uh, on one of the runs right after Aaron Jones came out, he carried four yeah. guys for a first down. Yeah. His legs are huge, kind of yeah, like that Saquon was, Barkley. He only but, had three carries, but the one you're talking about is his long, that nine-yarder. Yeah. Where, yeah. That, that dude, was, is he might have a future. Well, yeah, Aaron Jones is not getting signed. There's no way they sign him. With with Jamal's going to be cheaper. They're both free agents. Jamal Williams is going to be cheaper. And A.J. Dillon's still under contract, and he looks good. Yeah. No, I, I would definitely go with A.J. Dillon on that. Um, so, yeah. And, and so that brings us to the next point. Aaron Rodgers sounded less than optimistic that he is going to be a Green Bay Packer next year. Yeah, I, 
Ted Thompson came out and said that there's no way they're trading him. And Ted Thompson died. Or Murphy, Mike Murphy. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I Ted I, Thompson was the guy that that drafted and subsequently traded uh, uh, Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Okay, but yeah, he's the one. Well, that died one of them people week. that the Packers, you know, don't have an ownership. So right, Mike Murphy. Yeah. Sorry. Came out and said that there's no way that he's getting traded, but yeah, he he didn't seem pleased. Almost as if I, conspiracy theory. Maybe he didn't run the ball on purpose to to tank it. Yeah, I don't know, Aaron. I mean, he seems like a, a competitor. I can't he does. imagine getting. I, that's, that deep, that's a, that deep in the playoffs, just to blow it. I, yeah. But, uh, again, though, I mean, aside from that point, he didn't run the ball in their first game either when he could have. Yeah. And I don't know because in the regular season he would have. And another point, I don't understand Matt Lafleur's thinking here because in the regular season he goes for that every time. And there's nothing on the line in the regular season. They punted the ball, what, 43 times this year? They went on fourth down yeah. more than any team in the league. Yeah. A.J. Dillon was well, the I guy mean, they maybe, drafted. Maybe not Baltimore. Right? In the second round? Uh, yes. Because they went quarterback, running back, one, so, two. Yeah, so he's from Boston College, I believe. Okay. But, yeah, it, I have a bet with my buddy Nick that Aaron Rodgers uh, doesn't resign with the Packers. He's got, uh, I think, two... Two years left. Two years left on his deal, and he's gone. Oh, there's no way he's going to play beyond this contract. This was made as soon as they drafted Jordan Love. Yeah, there's... I I just don't see any I mean, way not, that's possible. I mean, it's a case of beer, but... I said, at that point, I said, this is so similar to Brett Favre. Yeah. I, so similar. I believe he's going to be back. I I don't think he's not, but but I, it's just very interesting the way that that was resigned. all handled, and with him saying you know there's no certainties and yeah. or absolutes I believe was the the word I don't that think he used. He, I don't think he has trust in management. It doesn't look like it. And I as as much as a facade that it, it on the the front of everything it looks like he gets along with Matt Lafleur. Maybe that decision for him not to go for it kind of put him. You know, over the edge on the coach too. He he definitely didn't. He wasn't happy about it. I mean, he even made the comment in the post game that you know, I assumed I was going to have four, four shots downs. at it. Yeah. And Lafleur count. You know, his his comment about well, we had three tries and didn't gain a yard. Almost sounds like a backhanded. And not not to say I don't I don't remember who was in the game at the point. I know obviously uh, Devonte Adams was. But um, Robert Tunyon, Tanyon, Tunyon, yeah, Tanyon, whatever. He's been a touchdown machine. This had, year. He had one that game, right? Four, four for twenty-two and a he touch. He didn't get. He didn't get a single look on that. On that, you know, three plays from the eight. Yeah, yeah, and the, almost the every one single he, one of the passes went. He to definitely tried Adams. to force it to Devonte, and that that was just a bad pass. He was double covered. Yeah. You know, Aaron again. I if he tucks it and runs there, 
he one of two things happens. He scores a touchdown or he gets the ball like the one and a half yard line if they get there in time. But you know, Aaron Rodgers is while he's no you know Lamar Jackson, he's always one of those guys that pick can pick up the tough yards and I, I would like to see him run. Yeah, he's he's very deceitful in the fact that he doesn't look like he's a running quarterback. He's relatively fast and picks his time to do it where it's most effective. And the funny thing is the first year that um we had Matt Nagy in Chicago, Mitch did that. He would pick the right time to run and reminded me a little bit of Aaron Rodgers. And I said that during a game, I said, Ooh, this could be good. <coughs> yeah. And, and we it, all it, know how that turned out, but I'm just saying like quarterbacks like that are, you know, Peyton Manning would run the ball when he had to very rarely. <laughs> and he looked like a statue. Yeah. No, you could time Peyton Manning with a sundial. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, he's got a couple of like bootleg touchdowns and well, yeah, because absolutely nobody in their right when mind would. Have yeah, when you're watching it live on TV, you think you're watching a slow mo instant replay. That's how slow Peyton Manning was. <laughs> um, but yeah, for Br- Brady, literally gave them every opportunity with to win that game by having such a poor first half and the the fumbles and stuff in the first half or, or poor second half. I'm sorry, and Green Bay you know, really kind of laid an egg in the, the first and, and early second quarters and got in that hole and for for them to just piss it away the way they did, man, that and send Brady to his tenth Super Bowl in have, nineteen seasons. I have people that I work with that are well they're supposed uh Patriot fans, right? However, they're Buck fans this year. Oh yeah. There's a guy that works right up the road here at the gas station. Yeah. That it, it was a Patriots fan. Oh, well, now he's a Bucks fan. Yeah. But he's like, well, I'm just a Brady fan. If you can admit that to me, that's fine. Yeah. But don't root for the Patriots all year and then all of a sudden become you're, you're yeah. a huge Bucks fan. So the guy in particular I'm talking about. Loves Tom Brady. And I know that. You know, that's fine. But uh, he came up to me on Monday and said, hey, what do you think? What do you think? And I all along picked the Bucks to win this game because I'm not picking the Packers to go to the Super Bowl, right? And I said, mm, he's going to end up with the same record that LeBron James has in the finals. Not as bad, but he's going to lose his fourth Super Bowl. I, God, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, so yeah, that's uh that's the NFC championship. Now we will jump over to the AFC where we had the Chiefs hosting the Bills and Cinderella. It was midnight. Uh Chiefs came out and didn't look great early. Is that even the right that's, that's not the, the right wrong, box yeah. score? No. That was their first game. Yeah. I was going to say, there's no way that Clyde Edwards say, Wait a minute. had 161 yeah. yards rushing. So it looked it looked really good off the bat. Bills jumped out nine to nothing. a 9 nothing lead. They had the missed extra point, and I thought, uh-oh, here we go. And then somebody told Patrick Mahomes that the game had started because 
all of a sudden they rip off 21 straight points. He didn't look either like he had any ill effects from his concussion. No, and I don't think he did. I mean, they said that had this been 15 years ago or whatever, oh, yeah, he, he would have been he would have came back and played the, in that game. But goddamn, the, the way turf that toe! Looked. It a couple times it looked like he was jogging a little giddy. He always looks like that though. He yeah. runs weird. Um, but yeah, it just once it started raining, it started pouring, and Buffalo just couldn't muster anything. Uh, in the second and third quarters and gave up 31 points. You know, just in the second and third quarters, it was 31 to well, 6. Kansas City did that last year, too. Got yeah. down big in the first quarter and then, yeah. then you know, rip off 28, 30 Well, look what they in did in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. It looked like San Francisco had that game locked uh, up. Uh, up and then until, the, what, like 10 minutes ago in the fourth quarter? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they just abandoned the run game, which had pummeled KC. And they decided, oh well, let's let Jimmy G carry this game, and you know, we saw what happened. Who, who's uh, who's the coach in San Francisco? Shan- it was Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, you twenty-eight-three. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he believe did the me, same I know. goddamn thing yeah. then. Completely abandoned. You the think fucking the game third plan? time he'll realize run the goddamn ball? I got. I don't. Well, let's be honest. I don't think there's going to be a third time. Uh, maybe not, yeah. but they could trade for i don't know stafford something so yeah like i said casey just i wish there was really more to talk about this game but there there isn't no. josh allen did not have a a very good game um had the bad pick and there's no and i'm sorry but there's no way you're winning a game in the playoffs with your leading rusher being your quarterback unless that quarterback is michael vick or lamar jackson yeah, and even that, even that, it's in, hard in the playoffs. But it's just it's very. Josh Allen had 88 yards rushing. Their starting running back, Singletary, had 17. Yeah. It, well, he only I didn't had even six know TJ Yeldon was on the team till he caught a pass. Yeah, but again, once you know when the onslaught started, and it's 21 to nine. You, I think McDermott kind of panicked a little bit. Yeah. And and kind of abandoned the the run game, and the old Josh Allen that we know kind of reared his head again. He just was not uh, did yeah, not have a solid game. It's hard. It's hard to throw the ball forty eight times though, and 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 come out victorious. Yeah, well, normally if you... especially when twenty of those are incompletions. Yeah, he was only twenty eight of forty eight, and Mahomes on the opposite side was twenty nine of thirty eight. 325, three tutties. That helps when Tyreek Hill has 172 yards for season. Yeah. <laughs> and and Kelsey, 13 catches, buck 18. And your and running game wasn't great, but it was good enough. But you don't need a great running game when you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes playing at, at his best. With, with Cole Beasley being your leading receiver. Yeah, it seemed like they they were really focused on taking Stefan Diggs out of the game, which they did for the most part. But seventy seven yards isn't bad. He no, just, no touchdown. That's, but thirty four of those came on one play. Yeah, so th- they definitely kept him under wraps in comparison to what he had done all season long. Uh, the bigger, I think bigger, but uh, one thing I got really sick of seeing was all the memes, basically knocking Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers because. 
Antonio Brown and Le'Veon oh, Bell Jesus. are in the Super Bowl and Ben Roethlisberger is home. Well, guess what? They played the same amount of snaps last Sunday because Bell and Brown, <laughs> neither one of them played. So, yeah, uh, it does irk me a little bit that one of those guys is going to get a, a Super Bowl ring for literally nothing not doing much. And, and it, I'm still well, but Antonio Brown's been a bigger part. He of the has. Bucks and-, and I was going to say, I'm still baffled at the whole Le'Veon Bell thing. I realize he was hurt this week, although I don't know when he got hurt. But for I, when, I don't when, get what their usage plan is for him because they there isn't one. Yeah, I would have thought for sure that they would have been building a, a plan for him. Maybe even it, not using him in in the regular season, but you know, saving him kind of like what the Bucks did with Leonard Fournette, saving him for the playoffs. Well, that was kind of out of necessity too, because Ronald Jones has been pretty well, he, banged up. He got what he had. He broke his finger or something. Had finger surgery, and then had COVID. Yeah. But I mean, Leonard Fournette looks very fresh, obviously, because yeah. he didn't play he, this year. Yeah. And I would have thought the same. He thing had injury with, problems early on. Yeah, I would have thought the same thing with Bell, and he could have thrived in this offense. I think. I agree, but again, Edward Hilaire was. Was awesome this year. Yeah, he was a stud. I just not thought this game. No, not this game. <laughs> I thought though that when they were both healthy, I thought you would see a lot more 50, 50 I'm sorry, fifty fifty right. split between the two. Or even when Edwards because what better, was out, Williams was the, the yeah. Cow. William, Williams started over Bell last week or two weeks ago, I guess I should say. Yeah. When when Edwards Hilaire wasn't quite ready to come back yet, and it. I'm I'm really interested to see what's going to happen now with Bell in free agency. Yeah, because let's be honest, he has not had a productive season in the NFL for four years. Where is he? He's from Miami, right? Bell, yeah. Originally, yeah. Isn't that where he lives now? Uh, uh, yeah, that's where he lives now. I don't know where he's from originally. It might be down there. Okay. He went to college at Michigan State. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I think it might be Florida. Do you? Do you know who <laughs> has the cap space for him to come down and play? Oh, Miami. Or, or, or Tampa? I was thinking Jacksonville. Oh, possibility. With Urban Meyer. They don't have a right. I mean, the guy from ISU. Yeah, I mean, he. And he was good. Very good. But if you have the chance to sign Le'Veon Bill, it's not going to be a lot of money. He's not going to warrant that. No, and that's why I say, you know, he was Mr. $15 million a year guy. Yeah. Got it. And got Adam Gaste. I mean, he's going to say he went to the Jets. Right, where they had no offensive line. and But, again, now you go to the Chiefs and they don't use you, so there's really you don't have much to put on your resume. Is th- That's why I'm saying it'll be very interesting or, to see how much money somebody will actually pay him. And I know you you brought this up, but you guys have a lot of cap issues. Pittsburgh. I w- because I don't think Connor's coming back. They pretty much said today that they're going to let him explore. And until we get our offensive line fixed. You yeah. Know, and, and Connor, look, I, I love James Connor. I love the story. You know, beating the, cancer. Beat cancer. He was and, a local guy. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Yeah. And, and I, w- I would love to see him, you know, finish his career in Pittsburgh. But... He's been injury prone the last couple of years. Yep. We're obviously struggling with our run game. It, it, it's time to move on. 
and I'm sure Dylan and I will will get into it heavy on Sunday as far as what I'd like to see. I mean, I want if he's there, I want either Etienne or or Najee Harris in the first round. Granted, there's still some decisions that that are forthcoming as far as whether or not Ben's coming back and and what what was pouncing. his comment when he said that he's going to help with the forty one dollar or forty one million dollars? He basically cabinet. told, uh, yeah, and fuck you, Skip Bayless, for what you said today, <laughs> saying that he's groveling for, to to keep I'm his job, a, and that's I not hate what Skip Bayless. Oh, I do too. Basically, his cap hit as it sa- stands right now is forty one million. Okay. To play next year, he's under oh, wow. contract for next year. When you take all the, he's not getting paid forty one million, but that's what his cap hit is. Okay, he has already told them right after their loss that look, I will do whatever it takes to come back one more time. Yeah, and so he's told them that he wants to play. He also has hinted that he wants Pouncey back, and I still think they're tied. They're tied. I still, yeah, I still believe that's the case. But basically, what they can do is the worst case scenario is they can knock like I believe it's 14 or 19 million off off of his cap number by signing him to like a million dollar salary chunk the rest in a bonus make it a four year extension but voidable to where he gets paid he's still going to make that 19 million because mm-hmm. of, it's a yeah. bonus and we kick the can down the road as far and eat dead money for well, the next three years. But it's yeah. a lot better doing it that way. Well, you spread than that it, out over three years instead of one. Yeah, if it, you could do what the Mets. If they did don't with touch it, yeah. If they don't touch it, it's a forty-one million dollar cap hit. If they were to cut him, it's still a forty-one million dollar cap hit. Even before the new year, yeah. league year. Yeah, if they. Like I said, if they if they sign him to an extension and make the years voidable, they spread that dead money out to where it's like five million a season for three years. Mm-hmm. That's those aren't the exact numbers, but it's somewhat close to that. Right. And it's still robbing Peter to pay Paul. But again, the window, while it's not all the way open, it's still cracked, and that's the only way that they can make it work. And unless they could pull off some kind of miracle and, and get somebody else, I'm okay with it. Right. Um, and I'm okay if he decides to hang it up. If he decides to hang it up, we we would still save quite – we'll still have some dead money because of the bonuses, but it'll still save us a, a significant amount as well. Same thing with Pouncey. If Pouncey were to retire, that's going to save us $8 million against his cap. So he's going to have to agree to some – some changes right. too. Uh, Cam Hayward's going to have to agree to a restructure. Stefan Tuitt's going to have to agree to a restructure. There's a lot of work to be done for them to actually be a viable contender. So yeah, I did. I just I I saw that that he said he was going to help him with that, and I didn't exactly know how that. Yeah, was basically possible. he's saying that he once the Super Bowl is over, he's going to sit down with all the powers that be and, and figure it out and he's going to help to do whatever it takes to give them as much cap relief as possible so that they can actually field a competitive team. Cause I think he realizes he wants to play and that's great. Cause if Matt Canada's offense isn't as shitty as Randy Feekner's, he, he showed he can still play, Yeah, but 
there's no sense in him coming back if they can't field a, a decent team around him. Yes, right. I mean, if if you're 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 paying him all that money and can't keep anybody around him, and I he knows that. Yeah. So did, did you watch the the Pittsburgh dad I sent you? No, I didn't. Not yet. I haven't. He talks about Matt Canada. He goes, uh, why, why are we doing Matt Canada? Why don't we go out there and get somebody with a stricter deal? You know, like Matt North Korea. <laughs> or, or, or Matt the, that whole the situation, Galactic Empire. That whole situation was, was strange to me. Because basically they said that he was going to be the guy. And then they're like, not yet. We're going to interview a couple yeah, of these people. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, I remember. It, and it they, was two shows I think they you... interviewed Hugh Jackson, but they never did get around to interviewing Pep Hamilton, who, from what I gather, is still out there. So that we could bring him in, I guess, as a quarterbacks coach if we had to. But yeah, so they said he's our guy. Oh wait, maybe he's not our guy. Oh yeah, he's our guy, which might tie into the whole Ben thing, because I don't. I, I firmly believe that if they brought somebody else for a whole new system, mm-hmm. I don't think Ben oh, yeah. is going to stay yeah, and, and learn a new system. Now, well, why would I mean, that would be? I, I guess I, all I know I mean, is I something it, better but... change in that system because I was reading on Twitter today somebody was saying that they were they were told by NFL defenders that Pittsburgh's offense was the easiest to prepare for. Well, that's a no fucking brainer. Well, All you got to do is stand there. They're they're gonna throw a three yard fucking slant ninety percent of the time. College offense for dummies. Pretty much. At <laughs> least water, Canada, you know, from the water some, boy. Yeah, he puts <laughs> some right some here. slant or uh, a lot of pre pre snap motion and things of that nature. So, I mean, I'm look. I'm gonna give him a chance, but yeah, I I've said it all along. I don't like when we hire from within because it's. If you fired a guy, you fired him for a reason, and now you're going to sit here and get his number two because you want continuity. Well, the Bears, you can't have the Bears them both. Did the same thing, yeah, with their defensive coordinator. Uh, you you, you can't Sala. have them both. You know, I mean, okay, so we're getting rid of the guy that ran a shitty offense, but we're going to hire the guy who helped him run a shitty offense. Right. I just I his, don't know. What quarterbacks or wide receivers coach? He was a quarterback's coach, and he's bounced around a lot hmm. as far as, you know, he, he's – I don't think he's spent more than, like, three years at a specific job. He's been at LSU, Maryland, Miami Dolphins. I mean, he's he's been, for the most part, successful with when he's the offensive coordinator except one season in LSU when Ogeron had to fire him because LSU's offense was – Horrible. Well, and then they brought in what Joe Brady from yeah. the Saints. So I'm hoping that 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 year was just an aberration, and the rest of his career he's okay. Yeah, he could have gone out and interviewed Adam Gase. Yeah, no, I'd have slipped my fucking wrist. He's not a I, I, he's not a head coach, but he's really not a bad I offensive don't care. coordinator. He's he's tainted. He is tainted. I mean, he got he got the most I ever saw out of Jay Cutler. Uh, true, I guess. Speaking of tainted. We got to talk Houston. Oh Jesus! So we have documented what the hell has been going on there, and up until this week, last week they they interviewed uh, Josh McNown, who has exactly I think what 
one year of like coaching intern experience in high school. <laughs> I think he was an intern somewhere this year. Oh, okay. Cause, for for an NFL team. Cuz when he came to the Bears to be the backup, they took him out of a high school science classroom. He had retired. He went yeah. back to teaching. So anyway, there were reports that they were going to interview uh, Eric Bieniemy again, and then they interviewed uh, Leslie Frazier, and then all of a sudden they announce a hire, and it turned out that it was David Culley. Now, huh. I'd like to think, or I consider myself above average when it comes to my knowledge and football and and my knowing of goings on in the NFL I never fucking heard of David Culley. Well, you were telling me about it earlier and I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Never heard of him. He's 65. He is black, so they got their their They're token Rooney. They're Rooney token rule. black guy got a job. Well, they were the only one too that hired a uh Black GM too, right? Or there no, there was no, three. At, yeah, Atlanta, I believe, hired one, if I'm not mistaken. And Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but David Culley was a what they call him assistant head coach or associate head coach of the Ravens, and he coached their was it quarterbacks or running backs or he's never been a coordinator. Well, quarterback, running back is the same thing in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, that's no <laughs> shit. He's never been a coordinator, and at 65 years old, he's got zero head coaching experience, and all of a sudden, he's the best possible candidate for the Texans? No. He's the only candidate who would take the fucking job. Oh, it's a fucking dumpster fire down there. Yeah. I don't understand how Eric Bieniemy didn't get hired there because they wouldn't be running into this problem with Deshaun. With Deshaun, it'd be, yeah, it'd be a lot lot better. And and so yeah, that that brings me to my next point. Deshaun has been unhappy, and he hasn't been secretive about it. But now he has come out as of yesterday and basically formally requested that they trade him. And of course, they're saying we're you know no. And David Culley says that the only reason he took the job was because Deshaun Watson was his quarterback. Which you can't. I don't know who's ass he's had his head up or if he's had his head in the sand somewhere you can't possibly look at that that situation and think oh, i can fix it no not a chance i mean that's why they were the last team to hire a coach nobody wanted the job not a chance and the the, the eagles were in a similar boat but not quite as bad as what's going on in houston well not only that but they fired their coach a week after the season and still found a, a viable candidate before Houston. Yeah. Yeah, and Houston. And fired, I thought. When they fire Bill O'Brien? Week five? Week three or. Yeah. I think it was five. five. But I thought they were waiting this whole time because they were going to hire Eric Bieniemy. I did too. In, in fact, they were the first team to fire a coach and the last team to hire one. Were they the first team? I thought maybe Atlanta was. No. Uh, it was within a it week. Was, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because whichever team, f- fired I think their coach I, first. They I got think O'Brien win. got it first. Okay. 
And then the the next week, with Atlanta. The week. I'm not sure how the guy in Atlanta didn't get fired after week three. Yeah. When week two, you blow that huge lead to Dallas, and then you blow that huge lead to the Bears. Yeah. And the, didn't they do it? They did it like three or four times in a row. Yeah. I, I, they were inventing I, new quite... ways to lose football games. Oh, well, yeah, because uh, – It became our joke. They like... lost They lost to the Lions because they scored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who was it? Um, former Ram. Oh, it was uh, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Yeah, Gurley attempts to to stop himself but fell into the end zone. And they're it, the, it they're lost. the only team that could win by scoring or lose by scoring. Yeah, they, they scored a game-losing touchdown. But it, we're it, – we're going to see a, a Mexican standoff here because, I mean, Watson's under contract for the next two years. Yes. The thing is, he has a no-trade clause. Right. In his contract. So if, he can even pick if they, and choose where he wants to go. Correct. Even if they find a candidate that they want to go with that's offering them the farm. If he don't want to go there. He don't want to go there. He don't have to go there. He don't have to go there. But here's the thing. If you play that card, then you better get your ass to camp and practice. Or yeah, they could. You know, you can't just find him. They, the whole and time. they can. That they can find him fifty thousand dollars per day when he misses training camp. He can be fined almost a ninety ninety five thousand dollars for almost ninety six thousand dollars if he misses minicap. Fifty thousand dollars per day of training camp, and six hundred twenty thousand dollars for each preseason game that he misses. If so, they have it. Yeah. But so there's he stands to lose a lot of money if it gets that far. I think it, 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 what what's that say? Twenty one. If he retires, he he will have to pay back twenty one point six million. Which he doesn't have, I don't think, because his salary this year is only ten. Like his cap hit this year for the Texans. Yeah, that's bonus money that he's already been paid. Gotcha. First, yeah, for so game. he's got that, or he had that money. I doubt he has it anymore. Yeah, so like I said, it is going to get really heated, and I don't know that this is David Culley and and their new regime there can mend that fence. No, I just I don't see it happening. When I think the owner, uh, Bob McNair, did the team a disservice as well saying that he was going to involve Watson in this whole decision and then just did it yeah. while he was on vacation. Yeah, no, they, they they made this bed. Now they're going to have to lie in it. You know what? And this is going to be – this is a very – it's going to be highly watched and could turn into a very bad situation because we've seen – we see it all the time, almost every year, it seems, in the NBA. I was going to say superstar just player. did it. Yeah, a superstar player, once out, they find a way to force themselves out. Which I don't understand how that's possible. You're under contract. You're preaching to the choir. You signed the contract. The NFL, we've seen it, but not Not to this Not not at this magnitude. Not Not under contract. Uh, uh, No, we've seen it. Well, I'm saying like franchise tag people. I've seen it with them. Yeah, well, I've even seen it with, with guys under contract, but not... Not this magnitude of a player. A, a top five player in the NFL. And it's going to set a very dangerous precedent for the future of where a superstar can basically just... Ride his own ticket wherever yeah. he wants to go. And, and that's where we're heading, I think. I, I really do. Like I said, we see it all the time in the NBA now. 
baseball, not really so much. Baseball, it, it's weird happened with once or twice, but but stuff. not often. But if they let this happen, and 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 I think it's going to have to happen, and Deshaun is able to force them to make a move, it's going to set a precedent where the next guy down the line is is you're going to see it more and more. Yeah, I, although. I wouldn't mind him being traded. He is very curious. Yeah, no, with I, the weather for in I, Chicago. I would love to see him <laughs> go somewhere else and and have an opportunity because they 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 cut his nuts off when they took away Deshaun or Deshaun. Uh, oh, Bill uh, O'Brien DeAndre. ruined it. Yeah, you know, and even JJ Watt, you know that that was well, he. He, that was a see. gut punch. They walked off the field and together. And he said, "Sorry for game. ruining." Yeah, I'm sorry, brother. Years. We ru- we basically ruined one of your your best years. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'd love to see him go. And I, I'll be honest, he's it, very curious about the weather in Chicago. I'd love to see him. Come, yeah, who he's following to to, uh, two of the meteorologists in Chicago right now on Twitter. Like added them two weeks ago when this whole thing started. Really? Yeah. I mean, of all things to follow, follow why would you pick a I fucking weather man? I don't know, but the Bears don't have anything to offer them, I don't think, because they, they're going to Well, they've got want... a first. Yeah, but it's 20th. They're if gonna, you, there's, if you stack there's, enough. There's no, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying there's no good quarterback this year that you're going to get at 20. No. I mean, what are we going to no, trade I three think first it's rounds be, in Nick Foles? If it's going to be anybody, I'm still on the Miami-New York train it's gonna, Miami it's gonna be makes one of the most two. sense because yeah. you basically they get their own pick back yeah right from yeah Pro- probably Tua Tua another first yeah and you know that at three though I don't think you're getting a top tier quarterback right now because at number three Lawrence is going one and, and Fields two I don't think Fields is going two. I really don't I think that who's that, second the Jets? Yeah. I don't think the no. Jets will take fields. Is it? Yeah, okay, Cincinnati's yeah. four. It's, yeah, it's yeah, it's Jacksonville, New York, Miami, Miami. uh Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yeah, I don't think that if the Jets don't have the option to get Trevor Lawrence, which as long as Urban Meyer isn't, you know, retarded, he should be gone. And I he there's no way fields. the Jets take Fields second. I don't even think Fields is going to be the second quarterback taken off the board. I think Zach Wilson. It's either going to be Wilson or Lance. I think is going to be the second QB off. And even on a lot of these mock drafts, you're seeing uh, Fields drop down between fifteen and twenty now. So unless he has a monster pro day, uh, that piss poor championship performance really hurt his stock. Again. And I don't believe in him anyway. He was no, but he wasn't a hundred percent either. No, but he played really bad. Yeah, but he played it. Okay, so you got two ends of the spectrum here because if you look at what he did in the semifinal game, he was all world. Yeah, but again, against Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, who who had a pretty good game as well in that game. But I just he's not going to be a good NFL quarterback. I just don't see it happening. None, and we've talked about this. Not a lot of those guys are. No, they usually aren't. They just they yeah. I mean, the the stats are astronomical as far as players, quarterbacks that have come from the quote unquote best team in the country that particular year, and 
usually it doesn't translate into a, a good NFL career. And I, I think Joe Burrow is going to change that. And for everything I've seen, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think we'll we'll have more of it in the next few years than we've had in the last 20 as far as that elite guy coming out and, and being phenomenal. Yeah. But I right. I do think Zach Wilson, Wilson though, is going to be a good quarterback in the league. I think so, too. And I, I think Kyle Trask might be pretty good, too. Yeah, better than what people think. I think he's going to be, yeah, better than any Florida quarterback in a very long time. He'd be a good reclamation project for the Bears to draft and let him sit for a year. <laughs> you just want anybody. Just I need a quarterback. Yeah. All right. I, I'm, I think you've made that I'm 30, perfectly fucking clear. I'm 31 years old, and I've had exactly zero quarterbacks in my entire life. Yeah, I, I feel your pain, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll go ahead and save the rest of the NFL stuff for, I believe, Sunday when I'll have Dylan in here. Let's, let's get to the whole reason that uh, – I got you here. <laughs> Baseball is coming up in February was when pitchers and catchers report. Right around Valentine's Day. Yep. And maybe Arizona's trying to get it pushed back because of their COVID outbreak. I've made shit. no secret. I am a Cubs fan, as is Jake here. Yes. And I got to be honest, this is the first time in five years that I am not at all excited. They're going to finish in last place. Do you, is that do you really? Yes. Not a single pitcher on their staff throws a ball over ninety miles an hour. Yeah, it's all right. So the best pitcher on their staff is Kyle Hendricks. I could see them winning his games. Who? But Zach Davies is an older, cheaper version of Kyle Hendricks. Alec Mills is a younger version of Kyle Hendricks. Adbert Alzale is. Uh, un, uh, I don't know. Tried uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, his first two starts with the Cubs, very very good. Then teams started, you know, realizing that he leads everything with his fastball and started hitting him, and he couldn't stop it. And then this Cole Stewart guy they signed yesterday, who op- he opted out last season has an ERA of 6.83. That's not good. <laughs> no. I mean, so John Lester's gone, which that was kind of sad. He went to the Nationals with uh, Kyle to, Schwarber. to team up with Kyle Schwarber. And I'm not disappointed with Kyle Schwarber being gone. I No, except for the – I like the guy, and, yeah, the dude hits bombs, but he's the a sign- liability defensively. And the, the, the They signed Jock Peterson today. He's the same player. Pretty much, better he's a better defender, yeah, because yeah, he's faster. But at the plate, he's the exact same. Which, uh, that's kind of what they wanted. They but wanted they a guy that, that they could... spent seven million dollars on that guy. Yeah, which brings me to one of the points that you brought up a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, Ricketts, you know, when Ricketts took over and made this commitment and brought in Theo, like you said, he was like, "Look, we are not gonna cut." Nope. Salary, we're we're in it to win it. And then this year, sure looks like they're cutting salary. That's all they're doing. Now, when they got rid of Darvish, who, by the way, finished second in the Cy Young, in the Cy Young Award yeah. voting, they got rid of Darvish. They saved $51 million. And they're saying, oh, it's because we don't have any money because of the pandemic. 
Which they didn't. You know, they had no fans. Every single team yeah, is they're, going through They're all through dealing that. with that. Okay. Tom came in. He put up them video boards to get money. Right? Added more seats. Fought with the city or the town or the, you know, Wrigleyville because they didn't want him. And then they started their own network, Marquee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. TV. They don't lose anything on the TV deal now. Yeah, they own it. <laughs> what were you doing for the first however many years you owned the team when we sucked? Yeah. Just rolling in money. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you didn't you spend had, it all. You had Rizzo out there by himself, basically. Yeah. And then you brought in Lester, and then they got serious, and you know and Hayward and, started and, bringing in the 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 guys from the farm system and everything. I just if they are going to save the fifty one million dollars when they got rid of Darvish, the only way I am okay with this, the only way I am okay with this, is if they use that fifty one million dollars and sign Anthony and Javi to long term extensions, which they have not yet. Neither one of them. Yeah. And if you trade either one of them, you're going to have a riot in the city of Chicago. Yeah. And I was looking at this before you got here. And when you think about it, over the course of the last five years, offensively, our roster is very similar. Very much. A lot of the same guys are still there. We've got a a couple of new ones in uh, Nico Horner instead of Ben Zobrist. Yeah. I I uh, other than that, that, they're all pretty much the same, except for Jock Peterson now for Schwarber. Uh, Ian Happ is there, who is probably overall better than Albert Almora. Not a better defender, but definitely better at the plate. More yeah, consistent. A- Albert which... was a very left-handed pitching specialist at yeah. the plate. He killed left-handed pitching. Couldn't hit a righty to save his life, but goddamn, could he play center field? Yeah, no, he was a stud out there. But anyway, like I said, for basically since the 2015 season, offensively, we've looked at more or less the same lineup. So your first thought is, man, they're they're these guys are getting up there, and but then you go and you look, no, they're not. No, 31. Yeah, the old men offensively, Rizzo. Take away the pitchers. Yeah, Rizzo and. Hayward are both 31. Okay. I Jason, yeah. And, and so you're like, uh, you know. Chris is 29. The window is wide open for these guys. Well, and that's the thing. They're, they're tr- they're tr- they traded away pitching, right? That's the reason that the Cubs have been any good the last four years since they won the World Series because their offense is shit. It's been very inconsistent. They Very streaky. Changed, yeah, yeah. That they haven't changed anybody on offense. No. And the only good thing, too, though, about Jack is that he's a leadoff hitter. And that's what he did in, in L.A. Yeah. I mean, until they got Mookie Betts this year. But now, Let me ask you this. Is Chris Bryant on the opening day roster? Opening day, yes. think so? Yes. Is he on the September roster? Absolutely not. And if he is... They better sign him to a deal because if they don't trade him at the deadline, they're dumb. I think the only way he stays on the team this year is if they're killing it. If And I know looking at that pitching roster, that's a very, very, very optimistic view. But I, I agree with you. I think that's the only way. If they're right in the thick of it and he's having a good year, 
you almost have to to ride the train, you know, right right it till the wheels fall off. What's a good year in in especially in this division? Because this I division mean, this division might be won with 81 wins. I think they're going to have to be on pace for 100 wins and okay. you know what because I mean? Because they can and Chris Bryant is going to have to be the Chris Bryant to his MVP season. Yeah. As opposed to last year where he absolutely sucked. Wow, but to did. be fair, he only played 36 games last year. And if you look at his numbers. Usually 36 games is right when a guy is starting to yeah. find his groove. So if you look I don't at put his numbers over that. the last three years since he, he won the, the MVP in, in 16. College player of the year, rookie of the year, MVP in three consecutive seasons. So college player of the year. Best minor league pitcher of the or player of the year, yeah, yeah. rookie, rookie of, the of the year, year. MVP. MVP. That's hard to top, and people got used to his big number. But if you look at his numbers, they're almost identical. Yeah, right. It's, they they haven't fallen off a ton until last year. Well, a lot of players did. Rizzo yeah. didn't have a good year. Hobby no. definitely regressed back to what he was when he first came up with Joe Madden. But which is fucking swing at everything. People. Got used to Bryant coming up in big situations and playing big, and that is the spark that has fallen off. Yeah, his numbers are the same, but it's almost like he's getting those numbers in non uh, big games right. or or situations where the Cubs are either getting blown out or they're winning big, and that's when Chris collects his numbers. Back when 2015, 2016, he was getting those numbers when the games mattered. Yeah, and. So I think they're taking a gamble in that he's going to regain that form and command a high price come trade time. Hopefully. Now, I've also seen some things where they're packaging Kyle Hendricks in there as well. Uh, the, I heard that. The Blue Jays was a big rumor that they were going to send Kyle and Bryant. But what do you, what do you want back? I heard the, the Kyle rumors. Somebody in the front office, Jed or Tom, said that that is not true. That they're not they're not shopping Kyle Hendricks. One, haven't nobody we, else on that team can pitch. Yeah, haven't we seen Kyle's ceiling though? Kyle, right, but he's but he's he's so deceptive and he's so good controlling where that ball goes. It's it's super hard. He, I mean, he's been a, a bright spot, but and his, he strikes me as one of so low. one of those pitchers, though. That once teams figure him out, being that he's not a power pitcher, he's a control guy. Um, it seems like unless your name's Greg Maddox, I was just gonna say Greg. Yeah, unless your name's Greg Maddox, typically those guys get figured out, and it, it's one. It's like a stock. You buy low, sell high, and. It, and, and I don't he know could that be, he can get he much could, higher. He could be that he could have been as effective as he's been, based on the starters around him. Yeah, you know they they were all throwing the ball ninety four plus, and then you get Kyle. You know, let's say comes you, in throwing eighty nine, and it's but, hard to but make he's that got adjustment. Good control, yeah, the same thing with, and a nasty changeup. His changeup looks like it's fastball. Oh, it's, it's so yeah. It's, it, he's so good at arm angle or arm slot where he's releasing that ball. It they've done it uh, on ESPN. They do the pitch track from it. Yeah, 
it's and to superimpose the two pitches together. It's identical. And one, it gets one of them's the 89, and the other one's like 76. Yep. And, yeah, it Until just it gets dies. Just, just buries. As far as Bryant, look, I'll, I'll miss him. He, he's been a stud, save for he's, last year. He's always going to have but, a, a soft spot in my heart just based off of that, this entire team. Yeah, oh, for sure. Based off of what they did in 2016. But I, I'm not mad at – because I think David Bodie is a solid player. I was gonna bring that up. You know, he. I don't think we'd lose. And a we've ton. got we we still have, what three or four solid infield prospects out there. Well, what we got from Darvish was a twenty-year-old, three shortstops, two nineteen-year-olds, and an and an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, and yeah, uh, one outfielder, and three shortstops. Yeah. Or no. It was a pitcher, one outfielder, and two shortstops. Yes, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But they're they're supposed to they're touted as being top prospects, but they weren't the top prospects in San Diego's minor league system that you would have thought Darvish would have warranted yeah. in a trade. Yeah. I think they got I don't know. I, I mean you're be... talking like you said, the the second leading Cy Young vote getter. You're not going to know and you what you got in these trades back for peanut. four yeah, years. at least three or four years. You know, it's hard to make a decision on whether or not that's a good trade or not, but you won't know for three years. Yeah, barring unless these guys are just so good that they blow. They through have the to system. come up and or somebody gets is hurt. so bad or, or gets that's hurt. That's the only yeah. reason we know who Nico Horner is. Yeah, was two years ago. Uh, Bodie and. And Javi both got hurt. Or but no. Nico was kind of touted because he had a really good year or was having He's, to starting to have a really good year. And he could be a heck of a leadoff hitter, I think. Yeah. He's he's not a power hitter, but he's a contact guy. He's gonna see pitches. And and that's what you want out of a leadoff guy. Yeah. And that's what I think the Cubs have struggled with since two thousand sixteen. Is the inconsistency at the number one position in your batting order? Oh yeah, they've they haven't found it's a revolving door. Even when they won the fucking series, they didn't have a a true leadoff guy. Dexter Fowler, or, or yeah, I'm sorry. Since then, they yes. haven't had a true leadoff guy. Yeah, Fowler was was a stud there, and he fell off too. I mean, he went to yeah. St. Louis, and he hasn't done anything. Nope, sure hasn't. And you know, this year. The Padres made a lot of noise in the offseason. Oh, Jesus. And it looks like it's going to be basically the Padres and the Dodgers. The The Padres made a lot of noise. They they got Blake Snell mm-hmm. and Darvish yep. this offseason, right? They have Clevenger on their staff already. He's just going to miss this year because of Tommy John's surgery. Mm-hmm. If he comes back anywhere near close to what he was next year, damn. Yeah. And they're they're relatively young, and the Blue I mean, Jays are doing the same thing right Tatis now. Tatis Jr., Tatis, whatever his name is, Tatis. Tatis looks like he's going to be a stud. Fernando Tatis Jr., his dad, Fernando Tatis Sr., played for the Cardinals, mm-hmm. and has one of the most amazing feats I've ever seen in a baseball game. He hit two, not one, but two grand slams in the same inning. Oh wow! With the Cardinals. That's insane. <laughs> not not game, same inning. Do you think Kimbrel? Awful. 
You don't think you think he's done? Yes. Yeah. That was a. It was a calculated risk that just missed. I think. Yeah, he never did shit when he showed up. And I don't know if that's because he missed all that time due to not being signed and not having a spring training and getting rushed up. It just threw him off. But it seems like he's his confidence is gone. Yeah. So and I, then, then he cut the beard off thinking, hey, fresh start. And then he was worse. Awful. <laughs> he was absolutely worse. Well, which is funny because Kluber. Who's now a Yankee. Gag. Has to shave his face now, too, because the Yankees don't allow facial yeah, which hair. That's f- fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I remember, who was it? Uh, Johnny Damon. Yeah. When he left Boston and went to New York, it was like, come on. He had to cut his hair and it's shave fucking, his beard. It, it's the 2000s, man. Hey, it was George George Steinbrenner and his way or the highway. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. So, yeah, our, our Cubbies prospects are not looking good this year. There but will be a good the, team. The good news is, is that whole division sucks. Oh, absolutely. There will be a good team in Chicago, though. Yeah, the White Sox. Yeah. But they're out of money too, you said. So, uh, but they allegedly, have, yeah, yeah, they have a lot better roster top to bottom than the Cubs do. But again, we're going to be filled with probably some false hopes because the division is bad. If you and, win the division, you're going to get railed in the first round of the playoffs. And I don't know about the pitching. <laughs> I, I'm very cautiously optimistic. Our offense, though, on when, paper, should when be good. they're on, we've got. Some 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 runs on the fucking yep. scoreboard when they're on. The problem is is getting them all on at the same time, and, and they and, have not done that in a long time. And defensively, we'll be a good team too. Oh yeah, it's just the mound. Yeah, and, and consistency at the plate is going to be the big thing. You know that was one of the big struggles. Well, probably the last two years is you'll have you know. Contreras will be hot and Javi will suck. And then Rizzo gets hot and Brian will suck. They can't all I'll get, be hot at the same time. Yeah, yeah, to where they get on that killer run. They did last year early, but that was more their pitching than their offense. Their offense well, yeah, struggled when they, all year when long. When they went 13 and yeah. four. And, and basically and that, that start the carried them to the division win because it was such a short season. And that's exactly right. With, with the shortened season – uh, a, yeah. a a week where you go ten and you know ten and zero or you know ten days where you go nine and one. That's a with huge, sixty games. Huge, that's... yeah. And, and had it been a full season last year, we probably would have finished third. Yeah, because we really fell Cincinnati off. Cincinnati started the end. coming in, yeah. but that means Trevor Bauer, and he's also a free agent that nobody has signed yet. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, you'll you'll see some of those guys go somewhere by the end of february or or mid-march i would say yeah i would Uh, oh one one last thing on the cubs front he's supposed to be doing it today i believe depending on how well he looks what do you say about jake oh (sighs) i don't know if it looks like he can throw yeah and he's a better option than the five guys we got and yeah. you can get him on the cheap. Fuck yeah, bring him back, Jeff Samarja. You know, if you can, if you can get him cheap, 
And well, I don't see why he wouldn't. Well, they're also looking at uh, an ex-White Sox pitcher, too, Carlos Rondon. And the first time I ever saw him pitch, he's a decent pitcher, but he, he had surgery or something last year. But the first time I ever... Just out of curiosity, what, why'd you say Samarja? They're also looking at him, too. Oh, I'm talking about Jake Arrieta. Uh, Arrieta. Right, but yeah. I'm saying they're looking at Jeff Samarja, too. <laughs> I honestly didn't know Samarja was still in the league. Yeah. who's he? Who was he playing for? The Giants. Oh, oh, he was still there. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, to be honest with you, I didn't hear about Jake either. So we're. Oh, I, I we're yeah, I saw it on on Twitter today. In fact, that he was throwing for some teams today, and the Cubs were one of them that showed interest. Hell yeah, bring him back. Yeah, Samarja too. They're both faster than what we got. Yeah, and both proven better than Cole Stewart and Adbert Alzale. Yeah. No, I I would have no problem with that. I mean, if you can get him on the cheap. It, it it can't hurt, no. you know. We're talking about a guy that threw two was it two no hitters in yeah, a season with, within like sixteen three, starts or something. Yeah, three. It, it was it was two different seasons. It was uh, fifteen and sixteen. One was against the Dodgers at the end of the year, and one was at against Cincinnati. Beginning. I thought he threw two in one season, though. No, no, I don't think he ever did. He only has two with the Cubs, and those okay. were the two. But yeah, the the one against Cincinnati, he didn't even need to do that because we scored sixteen runs in that game. Yeah, that was the that was the Breichel game. Yep, where Chris had two home or three home runs and, and two doubles. Yeah, yeah, they they literally could pull Jake in the fifth and it wouldn't have mattered. But yeah. yeah, not only did Chris Bryant just embarrass him, but <laughs> they also had a no hitter thrown to him. So yeah, uh, and, and this roster will probably change. Hopefully for the better within a, I, I within a few it. weeks. The talk that they're trying to trade Wilson Contreras is that's mind-boggling. Yeah, they can't. To me, Contreras. You said Javi and Rizzo, and and I agree on Rizzo for that part, uh, just because of Anthony you know, this should is a guy retire. They literally brought in from an infant, basically. Yep. Um, but Contreras and Javi are the two that I say you don't touch. Contreras is is already probably the best catcher and defensive catcher in the majors. He's got the strongest arm. Yeah. And he needs to learn how to frame better, which he started to do last year, and work with the pitching staff a little bit better. And he, <laughs> Yadier Molina is still a free agent. Yeah, but I'm not saying bring him in as a starter. I'm saying bring be a him nice in backup, yeah. to teach Wilson yeah. how to be a major league yep. catcher. There's your Jake Taylor. <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, well, that's our look on the Cubs. We'll probably do a, an actual like season preview, and, and you will be here because you know way more about baseball <laughs> than me, so... Uh, we'll probably do that probably in a month or so, mid-March, when we're, yeah. we're gearing up for opening day. We have a better idea of who's what and what kind of uh, lineups we're looking at. But real quick, before I leave, uh, I briefly touched on it last week. I did the guest spot on Be Hero Fights, and we had a blast uh, talking about Super Bowl traditions and superstitions and, and just some personal stories. Uh, Tom and Brian are their names. A lot of fun. That show is supposed to be dropping Sunday, 
So if you get a chance, check that out. It is B, as in the letter B in boy, Hero Fights. And uh, it's available on all your, your normal podcast places, Spotify, Apple, Google. Super easy to find on Spotify. Yeah. And th- they're doing, it's actually a video as well. They're on YouTube because uh, we did the whole thing on Zoom. So if you mm. want to see my ugly mug, I'll be on there. And uh, <laughs> I kind of feel bad because they typically run about a 45-minute show. But if you've listened to me once or twice, you understand that I talk a lot. Yeah, we just like Whether you want me to or not. A uh, little quote from Dogma. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. Probably, I don't know how much they edited it down, but we were close to the two-hour mark before it was all said and oh, done. Nice. But, but I had a good time. Hope to be on with them again. Uh, like I said, that show should be dropping on Sunday. It's B Hero Fights. Look for their Super Bowl football uh, episode. And and check out the rest of them because they've got some pretty interesting shows where they, they basically – it's kind of like a debate show. Right. The, the last one uh, – well, the last episode you did and you said you were going to be on there. I looked for it this week, and uh, what what's going on? But you, you said they're a week behind. Yeah, would... yeah, and it's interesting because they'll they flip a coin. Like we didn't have a debate on this show. It was yeah. But when they do their debates, they they prepare like they're gonna debate uh, for both sides, and then they basically flip a coin and nice. say he's doing this side, I'm doing that side, which I couldn't do because once I get behind one thing and believe in it yeah you're not going to tell me that i got to fight for the other one but yeah and the, the i guess one, if you prepare that way but the one i listened to was pretty good it was i think it was professional wrestlers versus amateur wrestlers yeah well that's because brian is actually a professional wrestler correct yeah that's yeah what he, he, said. he actually does their guest they a had lot that of the, week was uh was a, a friend of his in yeah the business they, he wrestles in the the indies um so they yeah they were doing not it was basically indies against yes, yes. the big companies yeah, yeah like WWE and, and things of that nature so uh, yeah check them out be hero fights and I hope to have should anyway have Dylan in here on Sunday we will dive a lot deeper into all this NFL news and notes and drama and of course we'll do the uh, our our thoughts on the Steelers stuff we'll give you our big Super Bowl preview. And before I let you go, just real quick, what's, give me your prediction for next Sunday. Uh, the Chiefs. I think the line right now is four, three and a half, four. It was, the opening line was three and a half, I believe. All right, three and a half. I think the Chiefs win. I think they cover. I think they win by six. And I feel Patrick Mahomes is going to get two Super Bowl MVP trophies. Really going out on a limb there, ain't you? Uh, you know, I could have said that it was going to be Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because uh, the last time that they played the Bucks was his game where he had over 200 yards receiving in a quarter. Yeah. Oh, that was against the Bucks, yeah. wasn't it? Where he just, yeah, annihilated him. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do all that on Sunday and hopefully have that show out for you then. For now, that has been episode 44. Thanks for tuning in. Jake, thanks for coming by. We will see you next time. See ya.